Welcome to the Bear Den Podcast, presented by Bear Performance Marketing. Sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and feel free to use all of the marketing knowledge we have prepared for you. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the Bear Den Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fralick. If you just listened to our most recent episode, you'd have checked out Jake Slager, our digital marketing person at Bear Performance Marketing. He hopped in to discuss his recent blog for Bear Necessities on our website. Go check that out and also listen to the audio version of that on the previous Bear Necessities Audio Digest. I'm really, really excited to talk to another guest of ours. I've known Nicole for a little while now. I've checked out Hilly Haven Golf Course even before I knew her. Awesome to connect with small businesses and especially businesses that have been impacted over the last seven months and continue to pivot even before that. So I'm very thankful to welcome on Nicole Frank, the marketing designer at Hilly Haven Golf Course. Nicole, how are you? Hi. Good. Thanks for having me, Matt. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I met Nicole back before the world was still in somewhat of a normal capacity. They were trying to figure out different ways to um, get more traction to the golf course. And I even became more aware of some items they had there even after the fact. So I'm really excited to talk to Nicole about those things and how they've progressed over the last few months and especially transitioning into the fall and winter season. So first and foremost, if you don't know Hilly Haven Golf Course, Hilly Haven Golf Course is in, it's not De Pere, it's Greenleaf, is it? Yeah, it's right on the border. Address is De Pere, phone number is De Pere, but town of Wright's down, it's kind of on the border. There. Right, you got to have some space to make a golf course. So it's yeah. kind of out in the middle of, I don't want to say nowhere, but it's a, it's a really, really beautiful course if you haven't been there. The one thing I didn't know about Hilly Haven Golf Course until I met Nicole, she was naming off people that she worked with, I'm like, Nicole, is this your entire family that works here? And she's like, well, kind of. So, <laughs> a Nicole, lot of family. A lot of family. Yeah. Tell, let, give the people listening and myself, how did Hilly Haven become a golf course owned by family? Or how has it been a tradition in your family? It is a tradition. Um, my grandma and grandpa started it. Actually, as a ski hill business. They okay. had downhill skiing, but they started it in 1964. And then they opened up the first nine holes in 1970. Another nine holes in Later on, 1997, my dad and my uncle Dale and my aunt Karen took on the business. So that was second generation. Now it's in the third generation. My cousin Charlie is part owner mm-hmm. and he's superintendent. My sister Kristen is the general manager. And my mom, she does the, the landscaping and, and all the flowers on the golf course and the decorating inside the clubhouse. And I'm doing the graphic design and marketing. It's a lot of family. That's so cool. Like third generation. It's not just family bought it, it ran it for the last 10 years. I mean, even to progress it from the 60s from a ski hill? Yeah. How did it transition from grandma and grandpa didn't do a ski hill anymore to just, we're going to add a course? Was there a yeah. reason behind that? Well, there is a lot of land, so they did have plans to have a golf course. But then the ski hill shut down because of liability and insurance premiums. It just got to be too much. Golf really took off, and then the second nine was added, and then the practice facility, and it just kind of grew little pieces here and there. And then the most recently in 2018 was the six HD golf simulators that were added on, big addition to the building. So constantly changing and constantly improving the business. Which is a huge thing that we advocate at Bear Performance Marketing. There's a lot of companies we've talked to even before the pandemic or even after that are kind of, you know, woe is me, 
yada 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 but it sounds like Hilly Haven's always had that of adapting getting better with the times using the space they have and kind of staying up to the technology you mentioned you do graphic design talk to people about what does that entail do you just update the website do you do the social media are you updating the menu from time to time what what is your role all of that and doing different graphics for flyers and events and newspaper ads try to handle figuring out if we're going to do billboards or TV commercials or what kind of digital plan we're going to have for the year. I kind of take a look at the goals that Mm -hmm. Hilly Haven has as a business and then try to figure out what type of media will fit those goals the best and then act on it. And execute it. Yep, try to execute that as best as I can. Well, that sounds like a lot of work, Nicole. And I know as far as your title is marketing designer, but I know there's a lot that also falls into that. Besides just updating websites, flyers, I see one you have for the tournament coming up in November 29th for the virtual tournament. As far as the marketing goes, probably strange to people like, why is Nicole on a podcast other than she's a part of a really great golf course? Well, Nicole reached out to BPM back in the beginning of part of this year to pick our brains and figure out if there were some avenues we could help her expand on as far as marketing goes. And unfortunately to her and the entire world, that didn't happen because of COVID. Being in the marketing field, we understand that that's one of the first things to chop off. I mean, we wouldn't want you to pay your marketing bill and not pay your light bill or have Bruce be able to cook amazing food for you at the course. So um, I guess we'll give you the opportunity, Nicole, to one, why did you reach out to BPM for marketing needs? I met Aaron at a DePere Chamber event, and Caitlin was actually giving an overview That's on right. Instagram. That's right. And I was really interested in Instagram because we weren't doing Instagram at the time, and I wanted to I wanted Haley even to get active on Instagram mm-hmm. as a marketing tool. I met Aaron there and asked if he would be able to help us not only with Instagram, but with Google ads and mm-hmm. Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. With this world being so digital right now, and I, d- I didn't know much about those areas, so wondering if he could help us out. And he said yes, he would love to. And so we were working with you guys for a month or two. Mm-hmm. And Pumping up the simulators, I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jake was out there helping us too with yeah, getting the Facebook ads out there and getting all the, everything figured out mm-hmm. and pumping, like you said. And then COVID hit and my budget got cut. Budget means, yeah, BPM's help. I was so bummed about that because we just started taking off. And, mm-hmm. But Aaron and Jake and you have been awesome and have been checking in with me and with Hilly Haven every once in a while throughout mm-hmm. this whole season. So I really appreciate that and really like the relationship that, you, that we have with you guys. I think you guys are a great company. Thank you. So, I'm yeah, we will get there. Some, It'll happen. One of these days It'll we'll, happen. once and we're past all this. We get it. Like, we wouldn't watch. I mean, we had tons of clients in March and April that long-standing clients that had to reduce their budget or, you know, put things just on like a kind of a standby mode. But... I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't have a product to offer, because at the time you really didn't, you're in that weird space of like, mm-hmm. it's spring, but it's not spring yet. We're not sure what's going to happen. Is golf going to fall under one of those recreational things that's safe? In due time, Nicole. In due yes. time. And I'm glad yes. we was able to get you on the podcast. One question I had that I almost didn't get to when we were kind of doing our pre-conversation before the show is like, what are common challenges that golf courses have? I know, one, you know, I'm not an avid golfer like Aaron is, but I definitely can understand the climate changes oh, yeah. pretty quickly in Wisconsin, whether it be an early spring, late spring, beautiful summer weekend like we just had in November, which is obscene, but it's going to turn here uh, in the next few days. 
besides weather, what are the common issues that Hilly Haven has, or even maybe some of your friends at other local Northeast Wisconsin golf courses? Well, weather definitely is the biggest. That's mm-hmm. the biggest challenge. Um, you never know what you're going to get, and you try to make the most of the best days. But with that and the seasons, too, now we have the simulator, so mm-hmm. trying to extend that season all year round, allowing golf to be available to everybody every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. Another big challenge that we have, I would say, is competition. There's a lot of golf courses in the area. There's a ton of them. So that's a big challenge that we have to deal with and compete with competitors or other golf courses those are probably the two biggest challenges that's fair and i have to imagine though from what i've observed not all of your competition has virtual or indoor simulators though no no there are a couple of businesses that did start after Mm -hmm. we put them in Mm -hmm. the competition is out there for that too but we do have um, some pretty awesome software that's running on the simulators and one of the most accurate simulators out there right now so we're happy about that awesome i need to get out there and use them nicole probably have to show me a little bit before i get started show me the ropes on them but super uh, easy you can handle it everybody can handle it (laughs) (laughs) overall let's just recap obviously we're transitioning out of the golf season luckily we were able to get a few extra holes in extra uh, rounds in this last few weeks how did the 2020 season go i know it started out pretty rocky we had a drought in there. Besides the weather, like we spoke about in the pandemic, how, how did the season go overall for you guys? Well, it was a rocky start with COVID and it delayed our opening day. Golf courses got the go ahead to mm-hmm. open up April 24th. So we were just chomping at the bit as with many other customers that were ready to get out there. It was a little rocky start, but then golf is a safe activity. We did a lot of COVID preparation with having no touching the flagpoles, no ball washers or benches, no sand trap breaks, things like that, doing everything we could to make it as safe as possible so that people felt safe coming out and golfing. And as well as we extended the tee times to 10 minutes from seven to eight, we would alternate seven to eight minutes tee times. This year we did 10 minute tee times just to have some more space between mm-hmm. groups. So even with all, with all those measures, and we had a great season. A lot of people liked to golf and a lot of people felt safe. So our numbers were, for golf were up. For sure, that's awesome. You spoke a little bit about how golf is a very safe sport as far as being socially distanced, being outside, not having to be in close contact with people. Like, what were some of the extra precautions that Hilly Haven took? I know you mentioned there's, you know, there's this kind of stigma behind golf, possibly of maybe in Northeast Wisconsin, people not taking it as serious, or even more up towards the Northwoods golf course is really not changing as much. And you said you noticed, or at least had heard feedback from other customers that. Hilly Haven was doing really a great job at that. Mm-hmm. So what were the other items you guys did? And you, know, mentioned, you mentioned the rakes, the poles, yeah. the no ball washers. I'm sure there wasn't any water fountains out there, the jugs, no benches. Yeah. Were there any other things you guys did in the clubhouse as far as sanitation? Yep, a lot of extra sanitation stations out there. We're sanitizing the golf cars after each use, the mm-hmm. golf cars and the pole carts, allowing check-in through a window for the pro shop. That was done too. Uh, 10 minute tea times, like I said, was a big one. Allowed, we allowed curbside pickup for food, even. Okay. So that's, you know, that's the restaurant business. So mm-hmm. we did as much as we could mm-hmm. for golf and restaurant and everything in between. Practice facility, too, we had people returning their baskets in a certain designated area sure. so they could be sanitized. So just doing everything we could think of. I would be a bad interviewer if I didn't ask you about the food. Because when I was out there back in March or late February, Caitlin and I, and at least Aaron, we all noticed that. The food prices, you seem 
fantastic prices and then we were looking at the food coming out like this looks like great like why does hilly haven have such a good food menu like i feel like most you know some clubhouses you're like yeah you get a cheeseburger here and there maybe some overcooked cheese curd the quality of the food and then just the weekly specials are awesome where where does that drive from is that the family backing or was there someone along the way that kind of integrated that um i think a working process along the way but bruce kettner does an awesome job he is the manager of the food and beverage at Hilly Haven. He's the one that thinks of all these specials. He has a Bruce salad and a Bruce wrap, and he's got his own sauce that he uses on some things, and so people love it. But the burgers, I must say, are the best in the area. I've thought that since I was a little kid. I love the Hilly Haven burgers, and they're just the best. Bruce does an awesome job in Friday Night Fish Fry, too. There's a different Friday night feature every week. There's something different, fish tacos or trout or... Um, salmon, something different every week. You guys just don't do like a normal fish fry every week, whether it's walleye or perch. Like he, it's actually a different fish every week. Yeah. Well, there is a perch and walleye and shrimp. The staple. And yep. Clam chowder every week. But then he does do a different Friday night feature every week. I'm going to have to stop out there. And additionally, you talked about the curbside pickup. Yes. I assume that wasn't something you guys had previously. No. How long did it take to kind of implement that and get customers to feel comfortable ordering that way? Yeah, we implemented it right away as we were just went into action trying to figure out how can we get people out here, keep our business alive. We implemented that right away. There's four curbside pickup stations right by the flagpole, big flagpole by the front doors there. So you pull in, you call, and the order gets taken out to you. That's awesome. I mean, there's a lot of companies, at restaurants specifically, that I was trying to support over where I live, where you have to kind of, you had to support them, right? And some of them didn't have curbside. Some of them were just like, okay, just come on in when you get here and just make sure you have your mask on. But there was others that implemented maybe Uber Eats or the curbside or whatever it was. I mean, if you're not doing that, it's kind of naive to think that your customer base, no matter how loyal they are, whether or not they're going to still show up, even if you right. don't have those things in place. There's also, for indoor dining, to make it safe too. We have three air doctors that are okay. called air purifiers with ultra HEPA filters that cycle the air. So there's three of them, one in the dining area, one in the upper simulator room, and one in the lower simulator room. You talked about that before the episode. Like, I can't imagine there's other restaurants, let alone golf courses, in the area that are doing them. That's insane. Three of them? Three, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We just really want everybody to feel comfortable coming out and trying to do whatever we can to make it safe and get people out there and use. Golf is an activity that is we think healthy for you. Exercise and it's good for the mind, Mm -hmm. doing our part to keep everybody healthy out there. Clearly, and you need to do that because we're transitioning from outdoor leagues, right? Yeah. Indoor leagues just started last week or so, uh, depending when this podcast comes out, and we're transitioning from the outdoor game, especially with the weather changing as it is, to the indoor leagues, and indoor being obviously on the simulators. So first question is, how long does it take to get the outdoor course winterize how long does it take the the crew to kind of get that buttoned up after the last ball is put in the in the hole at the end of the season well it's kind of a process for weeks or months even really charlie and his crew do a great job there's things like aerating the greens Mm -hmm. and the fairways and they've done that already and with aerating comes a 25 percent discount on golf rights because there's holes and the ball doesn't really roll as good as, as normal. And there's like blowing out the irrigation. He's done that also. It's a process that he can do along the way. And then really we just hope 
the weather holds out as long as possible. There's been years where golfers have been golfing in December. Last year we had to close it up the middle of November, so that's coming up here. So mm -hmm. we just never know what we're going to get. We did have to close one day this year already because of the snow on October 26th. We hold on to the outdoor golf season as long as possible, but now with the indoor golf season, this is our third year with the simulators, mm -hmm. really we have golf all year round. So people that are out there golfing in nice weather, they can come in inside and golf and keep their swing active and healthy all year round. Of course, because golf's one of those, just like anything, you have to keep that consistency and that keep that habit. How do you, you said you've had it for three years now. How does the clientele differ from maybe the outdoor crew and the outdoor foursomes, threesomes, whatever it is, to the indoor crowd. You mentioned a long time ago when I met you that you're not seeing as much during the outdoor season, then you're seeing a ton of people during the indoor season. How does that differentiate and what's that transition like for the, the members? It's interesting. There's a good chunk of people that like to golf no matter what, mm -hmm. and they'll golf outdoor or indoor. There's a good chunk of those. There are um, people that only will golf outdoors and they prefer that over using you know the simulators or technology but we do find that the clientele for the indoor simulators tends to be a little younger and more social uh, also more corporate you know okay. outings things like that more of a party atmosphere so corporate or like birthday party or something like that mm -hmm. the simulators are great for that but also you can do leagues so another good thing that the simulators have is a men's league and women's league, couples league, and the Junior Golf Academy. We really promote junior golf at Hilly Haven. We think juniors are the next generation. We want to get the, you know, keep golf alive and keep it thriving and, and people loving it. We really love having juniors golf at Hilly Haven. We have an awesome golf pro that leads the program, Andrew. He leads the junior golf program and he does a great job and we can do that on the simulators too. There's a, the rotation junior group that can sign up for golf lessons on awesome. the simulators. And you said league started, right? Five nights a week, seven nights a week. What are the leagues set up right now? Yeah, leagues are Monday through Thursday mm -hmm. and it's a variety. Mondays are for couples and there's a new league that started this year which we're really excited about, a junior adult league. Okay. So a dad can come up with his son and play a scramble and that seems to be going over. Men can golf Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There's options for them. Juniors are on Tuesday nights. We have something for everybody, a league that anybody can join. And there's an anytime league. Mm -hmm. So if you don't if you're not available any of those nights, you can golf anytime you want and come on a Monday at ten if you want to with your partner and get your round of golf played. And it's tracked like a league would be and you get all the benefits of a league of playing in a league. Got it. And you said you had the three air purifiers within the entire clubhouse, the simulators and the restaurant, but the simulators are actually socially distanced as well. I mean you only can fit so many people that you said six or yeah. six on each floor 12 on each floor what was it yeah it's four per bay sure unless you're in the same household you can do up to six okay but four per bay there's three bays on a floor mm -hmm. so 12 people really on the upper upper simulator room and 12 on the lower simulator room sure. so yeah you're distanced you're, you can you know there's no big gatherings of people and we're sanitizing between each groups as well so we allow 15 minutes in between each group to sanitize and the air purifiers awesome. and it comes with complete bar and food service tough to beat if you're just going to sit there and swing the club in the simulator and someone's going to come check on you to refill your drink or food mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah two things i'm really excited to talk about one i guess more than the other would you have an indoor tournament coming yeah. right um yeah. end of the month the yes november 29th through december 5th 
Is this the first tournament you guys have had? Have you? Is this? It's a long tournament. It sounds like. So, give me some details on this. I'm very interested in this. Big money to be had for the winners of this cash tournament. It's our third annual. We we did it the first year and we did it last year. We're doing it COVID style this year. Mm-hmm. So normally it's a one day cash tournament and you can sign up for a tea time a slot. But this year. We're allowing you to come play any time within a week. You and your partner can come and and play and play any time, really. Sign up for a tea time and, it, and you get your golf and your chance to get big cash payouts. Depending on teams, it could be $1,000 for cash payout. And skins are included in that, too, so you could win some money with that. Awesome. So sign up so we can get to the $1,000 prize. Right. Indoors fun. You can kind of come do the simulator now and then and maybe even the league with a tournament. I mean, that's when you're going to get the real. Maybe you get the people from the outdoor or into the indoor because I see that cash prize. Yeah. The last thing I want to mention is when I went through, I sent you the outline, Nicole, and I forgot to mention, I didn't do my research far enough, but you guys won Best of the Bay this year for Best of the Bay Golf Course. That's awesome. We are so honored. You should be. I mean, yes. winning the best golf course, that's no. incredible. Yes. Talk about that. Oh. Like, gloat. <laughs> yeah. Super excited that we won it this year, especially with COVID, the 2020 year that we had. It was the best news that we could have got um, back in June after the voting was done. We actually won this title two years in a row, the wow. best golf course. And we were runner-up for five years before that. Okay. So so we were runner-up and we got the best golf course last year and this year. And so that is because of the uh, great team that Hilly Haven has, from the management to the staff to the you know, the grounds, Charlie, everybody does their job so good, and there's a great team out there doing the best they can do and providing really good customer service and, and a great customer experience for the people that come out there and golf. So, yeah, we were so honored to get that Best of the Bay. Two years in a row now. Now you're going to, like, you talked about competition on the area. Now yeah. everyone's going to be trying to beat <laughs> Hilly Haven. That's the problem. You yeah. create that competition for yourself. <laughs> but it's awesome. Um, and you guys, you've talked about just how you're, you've, yeah, since Hilly Haven hill. started as a ski hill, yeah. just transitioning and kind of getting better and evolving. So you talked a little bit before we started. Maybe someone doesn't want to come out there and eat, even though you have great food. Maybe someone, eh, I'm not big of a golfer. You said there's some other items people can do on the Hilly Haven course and facilities. Yeah. What, what are those? Yeah, we provide recreation all year round, not just with golf, but with skiing. It started as a ski business downhill, but we have cross-country ski trails, three different trails that you can cross-country ski on or snowshoe. And then this year we're adding fat tire biking. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that, mm-hmm. bringing mm-hmm. something new onto Hilly Haven. You said the, the downhill ski, the cross-country, and the snowshoeing, I'm sure that you've had that for a while, you said. But the the fat tire bike course, did you have that mapped out yet? Has it kind of been already in play? Or? Yeah, Charlie's working on that. Okay. He's, he's got some thoughts on to what the trails are going to look like. They're going to be separate from the cross-country trails. They stay nice and clean mm-hmm. for the, the skiers. More details to come, but it'll be $5 to use the trail just mm-hmm. like the cross-country. So, yeah, we're really excited about that. You should be. And another clientele, right? Maybe there's fat bikers. I guess it doesn't sound right. Um, (laughs) That would maybe want to do the simulator or vice versa. So that's very cool to continuously open up your doors to more people because if you didn't have all of those things, you'd probably be, people would be coming out for food, but that would be really the only draw for you guys at that point. And you wouldn't be able to get the accreditation of the best of the Bay. As we transition here a little bit, wrap up this episode, I'm super impressed with what you guys have done over the last seven months, getting to know your business a little bit more. I think it's really important, we talk about this all the time, to just transition, be able to pivot, right? Be able to not just cookie cutter yourself. And it sounds like you have a lot of people on your team that are able to do that and pivot on a fly, whether it be 
we're not doing indoor dining anymore, Bruce. Sorry, we're gonna do pickup or you know maybe you know virtual golf's great, but now we have these other offerings outside to enjoy the outdoors of Wisconsin's winters. Are there any other things you want to discuss as we move from the fall months into the winter and get ready for the spring? Anything big in play for the spring season, possibly? Putting you on the spot here a little yeah. bit. But is there, is there anything coming up in the next four or five months you want to discuss? Well, actually, yeah, there is some exciting news to share. For those that don't know, but um, we're opening up Little Haven. Really? Yeah, it's um, a six-hole par three golf okay. course that got worked on last year and this year, and it's going to be ready for opening this coming spring. It's out at the practice facility. Okay. First hole is 40 yards, and 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and 100. It's a real short par three course. Super good idea for the young golfers mm -hmm. or the ladies or somebody that just wants a quick round yeah. or a practice round or something like that. I know I'm going to love it because... I think that'll be really fun. No, it's, I mean, anyone could try. I mean, that's just a, it's a unique way to approach a, a whole, I mean, par threes are one thing or just a, you know, a nine hole par three course is one, but like where it's 40, 50, 60 yards, like that's a completely different strategy. Yeah. I've never heard of that, that type of course. Is that a thing around this area? Is that a country, throughout it, the country? I've never heard of those. Is a that, par three course? Well, just in where it's so short like that. Oh, yeah. Is I, that? I don't know. There's. Um, there's been other par threes, yes. and I think they're normally nine holes. Yes. This is six holes. And it's shorter, And it's though. a short, real short I par like it, three. though. There is land there, mm -hmm. and I think it's just, you know, it's a great idea to use the land, and also we do here, don't have time to play nine holes. Right. I don't have time to play 18. Well, you can pretty much fit in, you know, these six little holes probably take an hour mm -hmm. I'm guessing I don't know we haven't played it yet so maybe an hour at the most I would say at the most yeah. for sure yeah. depending if you're like me you lose a sleeve of balls every time you're on one <laughs> hole I mean I would, it would take me maybe an hour and a half so no that's really cool That and that'll be ready to go for springtime yep right at the practice facility and there's mm -hmm. a driving range there with a bunch of hitting stations and it's a self-service token machine that um, disperses the, the golf balls and there's a really big putting green and chipping green and sand bunker. And that's actually. all outdoor stuff. Yep, all right. outdoors. Awesome. Yep. As we wrap up here again, Nicole, with Bear Den Podcast, I want to say thank you for coming on. Nicole was a little timid coming on the I podcast. Get a little shy. She gets a little shy, but she came prepared. She's got notes, and I we went through it, but she did an awesome job. Make sure you guys review rate, comment, subscribe, interact with the post. If you've been to Hilly Haven before, when I put this out on social media, make sure to comment maybe some of your favorite parts about Hilly Haven. And if you look forward to the mini course come spring, because I know I am one of those people you're talking about, I don't have time for nine holes or 18 holes. I can make the time, but I just don't choose to. So that'll be something I'll be able to screw around at least with a putter and a, a pitching wedge at the very least um, come yeah. spring. But Nicole, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. You're I'm welcome. I'm honored that you asked me to be on here, so thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. For Nicole Frank, I'm Matt Freilich. Thanks for bearing with us. Thank you for listening to this Bear Den podcast. Follow Bear Performance Marketing on all social media accounts and look for further insight into marketing with Bear Den episodes and interviews with small business owners. Add in audio versions of Bear Necessity blogs, which are also available at bearpm.com slash blog. Send us your marketing questions for them to be answered on a podcast by our BPM team.